0: and shows is filmed in front of a live Twitch audience. Hey everyone, welcome back to Bros and Shows. I am your host Josiah, aka Mahler67, and with me, as always, I got my buddy, I got my pal, I got my brother. My brother Austin. Austin, how you doing tonight?
1: I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Hey, you know, other than the
0: fact of missing Monday's show because I had overtime and almost missing today's show the same exact reason. I'm doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's been playing a lot of Monster Hunter and playing a lot of. Yeah, Monster Hunter. It's been Monster Hunter. <laughs> it's been a lot of that. Gonna do mm-hmm. But Austin, how about you? How was your week slash two extra days of a week? Because <laughs> we haven't met.
1: <laughs> it's been it's been a minute. Uh, you know, I just been uh Kind of busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, of course, school's always busy. I got a speech this week I got to get done. Well, tomorrow I have a speech. Okay. Um, okay. Which I got to have like an audience of two people. So my mother's coming over with my mo- with my dad. Okay. And uh, I got to do a speech on that. Uh, I've been playing Monster Hunter Rise. Because you got it for me. So I've been playing it. And uh, I love it. I actually really like it. But the problem I'm having is I'm kind of low level right now. So I can't. I don't feel comfortable hunting alone right now. Like, I can do it, but I just, some of the hunts where they're like, hey, you have to hunt these two creatures before this time limit. I'm like, ugh. Um, (laughs) Which is, you know, kind of rough. But, you know, overall, it's pretty good. But speaking of hunting monsters, this week we talked about Castlevania.
0: Man, jumping right into it. I'm down with that. Season (laughs) two. Yeah, no. Uh, Yeah, this week we did Castlevania season two. Mm -hmm. Uh, Netflix's Castlevania man. A lot longer than season one, Austin. From the get-go, mm-hmm. uh, four episodes—not enough. Eight episodes, probably right about there. Uh, yeah, they could have trimmed out a little bit, but other than that, um, I'll, I'll say right now for for me at least, uh, very solid season. Very mm-hmm. enjoyable. Um, also very gut wrenching to a certain. There, there was multiple gut wrenching points that we we definitely need to talk about. Oh, of course. Um, but what about you, Austin? What did you think of it?
1: Uh, like I always do, I really like season two. Season two is one of my favorites um, because we got to see Alucard in action. Yeah, we did. Uh, we also got to see like some of the cool things that we didn't know about the Belmonts. Um, and we got to see one of the coolest weapons of all time, uh, in my opinion. And um, we'll we'll talk more about something else that I'm really excited for. And we'll talk about that more during the podcast.
0: Uh, but oh. overall
1: i really enjoyed this <laughs>
0: mm. can i ask what what's the greatest weapon of all time
1: uh i have to say morning star
0: oh okay the morning star okay
1: yeah see, the morning star but... and alucard's sword are always like the coolest things ever see what um, what's
0: funny is when you said the coolest weapon ever i'm like <laughs> i mean it's probably the morning star but it could also be isaac's little <laughs> whip belt thingy that he has oh because oh that my thing gosh that thing Dude, messes people up man yeah
1: because what was it like the last episode of the season where he whips that dude's face yeah and just, and just like <laughs> rips it i was like oh man i and
0: i saw that and i was like mm, yeah no that's actually pretty effective i guess <laughs> I, I don't know how if it like it, I, don't, I don't know how effective it would be you have to be like really trained in order to get it to wrap around properly without it overlaying on itself yeah because it would then rip like the bell itself would rip itself yeah um So, you know, you just have to be skilled with it, and it's pretty Mm -hmm. cool. Uh, Another thing I actually really liked about it, uh, and this is just a side note, is the uh, attention to detail in the show. Like, just small little things, right? When Isaac puts the belt up, he loops it. Like, he doesn't, like, hang it up. It's not just Mm -hmm. a simple hang up. He, like, puts it around the thing, puts the handle through that little, like, loop, and, like, hangs. And I was like, oh, that's a cool way of hanging it don't know why that's important enough to be animated but I'm kind of happy it's it's the equivalent of the um, when Tyrion Lannister's like writing in the the book of the King's uh King's army or King's knight or whatever book is I forget what it is there's a point where he stops and he starts airing it and it's like yeah in medieval times the ink went dry quickly it would be it. so after you got done transcribing something you had to sit there and let it dry but then in the later seasons I think it was like Brienne was writing in Jamie's information and then mm-hmm. she just shut it. And it's like that whole book's ruined great yep. job she ruined it. <laughs> it, it it's like that level of detail of that mm. I, I appreciate it I, I really liked about it he did that I cringe. oh yeah no my Burkhart's over here being like oh yeah I cringe I'm like. Yeah, there was a lot of cringe moment. Not not cringe in, like, ew. Not, well, not cringe in the form of, like, what's the term? Like, awkwardness? It's more cringe just in pure like,
1: grotesque. Shock value. Shock, shock va- value.
0: Grotesque. gore. There was yeah. also some very great memes coming from this. Like, yeah. whenever uh, Sofa is like, you two don't kill each other. We're, we're not children. And she walks away is just like, eat crap like yes <laughs> f you <laughs> like that's that's hilarious and, and the whole like no speakers are the most enemy of god <sighs> see look at that god hates me <laughs> i the, the the humor of the show is very well done and yeah. i think that's one of the great things i like about it was kind of the writing and everything is set up mm-hmm. it's awesome what's what, what some of the stuff that you liked about the show or characters or scenes or whatever you want to talk about, man.
1: Okay. Let's into- so let's let's just dive right in. So I would have to say um the beginning. I would have to say that humor part with Edgar and Trevor uh is hilarious. Edgar. I love that part. Or not Wait. Edgar. Wow. I'm thinking I mean Alucard. <laughs> oh no. Wow. Uh, the, just, okay. So so funny story. Okay, so people get context why I call him the Edgar. I actually have a proxy of Alucard as Edgar Markov in Magic: The Gathering, so sorry. <laughs> but why so you Alucard, selected him?
0: I'll never know. And not Soren. I feel like Soren's closer to Alacard.
1: Uh, well, the problem is, is like Soren can't be a commander, though. Oh, so
0: I yeah, I'm just saying that. It's yeah, Fuller opposites. Okay, yeah, whatever. You. Go go on. Talk about talk about
1: <laughs> So, uh, Alacard. <laughs> Uh, that whole scene with him and Trevor is hilarious. It's super funny. So, like, I would have to say that scene's hilarious. Uh, and then the first time we get to see, like, those two fight, um, is just phenomenal. You you mean together? Like, when they fight together? Okay,
0: okay.
1: Yeah, like, when they're stopped in the middle of the road.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And it's like, you know, those demons attack them. It was just so perfect. I was waiting that whole time for that, so... Yeah. i'm i was super glad about that there was some things that did irk me about this season okay. that i kind of i never realized it until you said something and that is uh the woman vampire Emerald and how she Cam-
0: camilla.
1: Camilla. yeah camilla yeah sometimes um. i realized that the f word was used a lot yeah once you be- need to be
0: once you become aware of it it feels out of place yeah um it's kind of similar how I felt about like Game of Thrones back in the day yeah. when they would say like certain things kind of like get people like, oh it's a raunchy show he says the C word and he says the F word in, in terms of like the the feel of the show it does not it, it doesn't feel right it doesn't feel proper especially whenever she's like we just got effed in the face and my brain went what? I feel like a vampire of high class society would have a more elegant way of putting that than saying that. I feel like mm-hmm. the, the the use in, and and maybe I'm wrong here, but I think like my brain would just equate more people to be functional like Dracula was in the the show, mm-hmm. where he's just very calm. Well, um, he's more, more elegant. More, more elegant, yeah. And she yeah. very much was unelegant and it made me kind of annoyed at her. So I mean I, I agree with you.
1: Yeah, that was the only problem that I had is some some of the language was out of place, which I get it. Like they're, they're trying to like pe- bring people in. I know that how that that says because like a lot of people have watched season one and at this time, this anime was blowing up. Like people loved it so much, they were like, "Oh, I can't wait for season two! I can't wait for season two. And then season two happens, and that was the thing that I never realized until you said something, and I was like, "Hmm." It's kind of like how I feel with Game of Thrones for a while. Um, like sex if position. you watch, yeah, like if you watch Game of Thrones for the first two, three seasons, there's a lot of sex. Yeah, oh, yeah. And then
0: and then after that,
1: you hardly see any of it ever again, and well, you're people, just drawing a crowd.
0: People started saying no to like that that's a yeah. big thing uh, when it comes to animation they can be a little more open with stuff uh i, I like what prime mentioned Out, he's like for trevor it's okay and the yeah. reason why i agree with that is because trevor's supposed to feel like a and like low person, and i believe mm-hmm. language as such would be common to him i don't think yeah. like dracula or this like queen baroness whoever she was of Sturvia, to be saying such a thing she would be more Regal, just like how Silpha doesn't say such things.
1: Out of out of all the vampires, Carmilla is, like, my least favorite out of all of them. is my uh, least favorite,
0: but I will say this. There are some awesome vampires that you see. They're not yeah. given any airtime other than just being, here's a generic vampire, ooh. But a lot of them are based off of, like, vampiric myths from different cultures, and yeah. I love that. And i i mean anytime i'm on a killing spree in the game i just somehow yell out Godbrand randomly at some points now <laughs> and it kind of it just kind of works i thought it was super corny at first but then it became yeah no i understand why he did this it just you yeah, feel something when you're just screaming your name at the top of your lungs
1: yeah for some odd reason um now there is, uh, you know, one of my favorite scenes this whole season. Because okay. this season's short. It's even at a, episodes. They're 20 minutes long. It's, so like, I don't it, it's know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it It's so good. Short.
0: I wouldn't call it short well, at all. I, I, it's the normal, like, a scene of, like, an anime or, or a TV show. 30-minute well, show to the point. Well, the,
1: you have to realize is, like, I'm coming from the point of, like, I've watched shows for the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. Actually, the last year that's been, like, an hour each. Uh-huh, you know, there, so then like you get there 20 minutes, you forget, like this this season goes by so fast. And I just felt like I was like, Man, this I watched that real quick, but then I realized I was like, I've been watching shows that are about an hour apiece and they're 10 episodes. You know, and I'm like, that's why. Um, you know, and then I realized that I kind of used to be okay with the hour long thing, but I'm okay with a twenty minute show if you can, I think you can tell a lot in a 20 minute show and you don't have to like fill it too much with filler. Um, But you know, the whole episode where Trevor goes to the Belmont's keep mm-hmm. and they do the whole book research and they do the magic mirror and all that. Uh, and he finds Morningstar. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that episode. Yeah. It's one of my favorite episodes of that season because Watching him be very reckless with the Morningstar Star, because that part where he whips the demon at the beginning, and you find out what the Morningstar Star does, and it implodes those demons, and he's like, "That's why Mother wouldn't let me near it." Like when I was a kid.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sacred. Yeah. Yeah. So, fun fact, Austin. Netflix has this problem, where if you've seen an episode before, it will start you off at the credits for some dumb unknown reason. Ooh. So I was in the process of watching the show, and suddenly I. Next episode starts playing. I'm like, oh yeah, cool, cool. Next episode, things are kind of happening, and Hector's working with Camilla, I mentioned. Mm-hmm. and I'm just kind of like, they start working together. I don't remember that. Like, I don't remember the conversation had. And then they're all in the Belmont hold, and I was like, wait, what? When did that happen? Was that in the- no, that wasn't the last episode. So I had to rewind and watch the old episode. I had to sit there and pull the. Uh, rewind the tab all the way mm. to rewatch it, and it happened two other times. I had to keep catching catching it, and mm. I'm like, "Why is this a thing?" Netflix, get your crap together! I'm literally pressing next episode, and starting me off at the credits. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so I almost skipped that whole episode with that. Oh man. Um, I, I the the thing is, there's a lot of cool Castlevania Easter eggs the show mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
0: enjoy seeing them and I know I don't catch them all right oh yeah one of the things I really enjoy is that in uh, the Castlevania games there's normally a library in Ca- Dracula's castle like there's a section of a library so my brain goes like oh, okay so it just explained why there's a library in Dracula's castles as it's on top of the Belmont's fat hold fast but after this like it, it's stuff like that and then the Demons that came and attacked them on the road to Argest. Those were bosses from sympathy of the Night*. Like the whole uh, bird carrying the dude with the spear.
1: hmm
0: He's he's embedded into my brain. Oh yeah. And and I loved it. I my only my only character that I wish they would have brought into the mix was Death. Because Death is a reoccurring character in the Castlevania character like games and he's always like the right hand man to Dracula. He's the guy who's always doing and you never kill him like you defeat him but you don't kill him because he's you know he's death he's threatening um and I wanted him to be a thing. Mm -hmm. He's not a thing in this episode And, and here's the here's another thing right from this point on from this point on I have not seen any of the episodes. I have not this is the last episode I watched Cause I remembered this ending because I went quote unquote, and this is one of the uh, heart wrenching moments in this episode was when Dracula is beating the crap out Alucard and he knocks him into Alucard's room and he looks around, you see the like bloodlust rate fade from the eyes and he just starts trembling. He's like, my boy, I'm beating my boy. I'm killing my boy.
1: Dude. That is one of the most powerful things I've ever watched. Like in an anime, uh next to angel beats
0: you Screw feel you, you feel <laughs> it man like when he yeah. when he starts trembling like you you mentioned before that you really like the voice actor of dracula i oh, felt yeah. it in his when he started oh, yeah. saying that man it hurt me mm-hmm. doing season three next oh yeah for sure we're doing season three. We, oh, we're God. going
1: <laughs> yeah we're going all the way bro we're not stopping at
0: all oh man that that scene was like rough and then even like with Alucard I honestly thought there was going to be a moment where Alucard was just going to hug him and not stake him it felt like it would make more sense for him to hug him than stake him but I mean it makes sense he was putting the end to his father as Alucard says later in the episode that father died a long time ago and mother died he died Mm -hmm. it just ooh that that was heart-wrenching um so
1: yeah you that. know and the other the other thing is is um mm-hmm. uh, you don't you see alucard kill him mm-hmm. and then trevor comes in and, like chops his head off yep. you know and then they burn his body um the three, ending
0: three prong attack man they had to yeah they had to the all ending, combo together
1: the ending why it hit me so hard was the ending where you didn't think alucard had any feeling for his father and the end, the last thing you see is Alucard crying in his chair. Yeah, yeah, like. And I was like, "Oh man!"
0: It's one thing to cry; it's another thing to cry so much that you you start sniveling snot
1: from your nose. And yeah, he, he went was that weeping. far. He,
0: he was, was weeping.
1: Like he, he was, was it, he was, he was bawling his eyes out. Like he was weeping, crying, mm-hmm. and you could tell that, like, you know. You know, I, I feel, I feel for Dracula and I feel for like Alucard a lot because living your life, the rest of your life, where you don't think you're going to die, and then like the person that brought you here, you killed, even though that, that person is so crazy now and, you know, was doing this because he, he just, you know, he, he, it was an act of revenge and he didn't want to do that and he was trying to be nice, but. You know, well, dang priests. <laughs> the
0: the the thing that like I really enjoyed about the story of Dracula is it's it's more of the fact that is it revenge? Yes, it is. It's definitely revenge, but it's also like humans have shown that they can never be good that they have destroyed any possibility of bringing goodness to the world. Yeah. And he he doesn't want to just pin them up in cages and keep them alive just to keep them alive. He wants to straight up eradicate all humans off the face of earth, blacken the sun, and just live in despair and in yeah. darkness. And he's like, humans do not deserve to live on this planet.
1: He was exactly what bad Doctor Strange was. Mm -hmm. like he he just did not care of the consequences that was going to happen as long as he got what he wanted in the end And the end was to destroy humanity Mm -hmm. because everyone else was like whoa why are you just trying to kill like all humans like why don't we just use them as livestock you know he's like no as long as they die all of them die
0: I don't care I don't care how it's done as long as they die
1: and that's um, what a great villain is like when you can sympathize for a villain yeah because you feel him like feel his pain um you know and that sign of remorse he had like towards the end like you know prime made a great example you know it was nice seeing the shred of humanity before he died mm-hmm. so mon- monumental like his wife was yeah like his wife showed compassion and love
0: his, his wife and, was his only reason for being because yeah. up to that point like even um alucard Whenever he takes the castle, he mentions that is this, what you felt father, when before mother came, how empty and, and meaningless life was just walked around and you existed and okay. there was nothing to look for.
1: So past all the, the sad stuff, cause those are great parts. And it, that's why I love season two so much, but there is one scene that I love so much. And that is the fight between Dracula, Alucard, Trevor, and Scythe. And the part where Trevor hits him with the morning star and it implodes and everyone's like, oh man, Dracula's dead. And then he just like pulls out his thing and he's like, look, he's like... That might work with demons and vampires, but I'm the original OG vampire, bro. <laughs>
0: He's like, I, I am not some mere lowlife vampire. He, he said something yeah. to that degree. Yeah, no, that was... A... He's like,
1: I'm the I'm the creature of the night or something like that. I forget yeah. what it was, but it was like so cool. I was like, oh my gosh, it's so awesome.
0: <laughs> that, so that's another thing about a reference to the game. There, there was three mm-hmm. references to the game I do want to point out. Uh, Alucard, when he transforms into wolf form and he dashes yep. through. That's from the game um to whenever he like teleports around dracula you see the red line that is in reference Mm -hmm. to when alucard's running and he dashing it does like the teleportation effect and then the last one which i really enjoyed because i enjoy how it looks is when dracula did the giant fireball that's an attack dracula actually does in the games and when he did did that i was like oh yeah oh they're in a corridor they can't dodge it and weave so it's literally a plane. That they have to jump over it or something like that which they all just basically decide hey let's push it back
1: yeah pretty much
0: I I don't get the context of that fireball if I'm being honest I don't know if it's actual fireball or if it's a ball of like rocks on fire because Dracula was able to touch it Mm -hmm. the sword doesn't pierce it and I don't know I don't get just whatever it's cool looking that's the key thing I really appreciate that oh Yeah. yeah um another another aspect so my first castlevania game i ever played was um curse of darkness which is mm-hmm. hector's game yes it is a game where you play as hector who's a devil summoner is what they call it in, in the game uh, well i i think he's actually called devil forge forger but for some reason i always call him a devil summoner i think there's another game called devil summoner whatever. Um, and basically, how the game plays is you run around, sword and hack and slashing, but then you have a little pet that you can level up and transform into different things. You can transform it like a bear, dragon. There, there's so many different things. I remember specifically going the imp route just because I wanted like a, a demon wing thing to follow. And the man, main antagonist in that game is Isaac. And Isaac wants to uh, resurrect Dracula, and Hector does not want him to do it because it. And the whole concept of it was that Hector betrayed Dracula years ago, and when this show happened, and this is another part of those little details that I really liked, was the betrayal of Hector is flagged at multiple points in the show. When Dracula talked about the falls of humanity, he mentions betrayal, and when he says betrayal, the camera instantly jumps to Hector, and then he looks down in sadness and then jumps away, and my brain instantly went like, "That's a reference and a foreshadowing, I guess is the term," mm-hmm. or uh, Hector, and I really love that. It's those little things. It's it's kind of like the equivalent of uh, <sighs> man, we're. We're gonna keep going back to Game of Thrones. I really don't want that. <laughs> but it, it 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 was such a long show and I psychoanalyzed it so much. There was a scene where Tyrion, no not Tyrion, uh Jamie. Uh his his right hand gets mentioned as like his golden hand because he's a he's a, a knight and it's like his it's what makes him so good. So when he loses his hand and he gets the golden hand of the king or or whatever like that golden hand given to him. It was a like it foreshadowed the events of him losing the hand mm-hmm. so i was like foreshadowing like that i like bringing that into the thing i liked about the castlevania one it wasn't so like direct but it was more done in a way of film photography film i can't say that, but you know what Sorry,
1: cinematography
0: cinematography thank you thank you austin i can't talk tonight.
1: Mm-hmm no no worries
0: it's 11 30 man i had a long day
1: <laughs> no, i'm i'm with you i'm i'm the same way right now <laughs> but no um i would have to say there is a lot more foreshadowing in this season because i know what happens next season okay. and there's one thing that was a foreshadow that uh i can kind of say what it is but then i don't have to give you context but then you can look out for it and that's the scene where uh, Carmella, and Hector are at the end and he goes what is this and it's like well this is us attacking castle you know and she he was like whoa that, that no, I'm not doing that and she turns and looks at him and says you're mine Hector you're going to be mine forever and uh that's a, just remember what she said there um you'll see in like the next season like a lot of things like that you'll see a lot of foreshadowing that was told in season 2 and season 1 and um, you'll see the difference of uh, well, you'll see what the foreshadowing meant. Um, um
0: they they already did like the Hector got captured by Camilla and mm-hmm. like she, yeah. she's effectively imprisoned Hector.
1: Yeah, um, it's just um, you know we get to you know and, not to spoil season three at all, but like we get introduced to a lot more characters. Um, yeah, you know.
0: and know I'm I'm sure I'm sure that they are characters from. Like, they're they're probably characters from the game. Like, I know Camilla is actually from the game. Like, there yeah. is a witch called Camilla in the game.
1: See now, what's really weird for the people that are out there that uh, don't that probably haven't played those games, Isaac is not exactly how he looks in the game. Because <laughs> oh. uh, in Cruise in the Darkness*, he's a he's a white, red-haired dude with tattoos, and he wears no shirt. He looks he like a hands.
0: rock male dude. Man.
1: Yeah, he looks like a dominatrix. Because yeah. he has a whip that's like it's like a horse whip, mm-hmm. and and then he has like a black spear, and he looks emo, like he looks like straight up emo.
0: It's it so, was straight up the times, like what yeah. they envisioned.
1: Yeah, it mean? was edgy. It was super edgy <laughs> for the time. I remember but,
0: seeing him being like, I don't care for him. I don't like him.
1: Yep, yeah, I didn't I like him know. either. But I love this version. This
0: yeah, this version is so much better. I like this yeah. version a
1: lot more. Yeah.
0: I, okay. Yeah. Talking about that, I love mm-hmm. the story that they gave the Forge Master. I didn't think that they needed to go in detail about the story of the two Forge Masters. I'm glad mm-hmm. that they did, because having the concept, yeah. like understanding of Hector and how he his problem with humanity was that he wanted to keep the things that he loved close to him and alive forever, and he was essentially beaten for doing that to his pets and animals. So he doesn't yeah. understand like diverse thing because he's still a kid and it lands by. And you mm-hmm. see that throughout the thing when Camilla uh, like manipulates him into doing things uh for the betterment of her. And then you have mm-hmm. Isaac, who once like believed in love so much that he got basically beaten by the dude. Yeah. And the dude says, like, I'm going to beat you because show like this is why this is me loving you is maybe and kills the dude. Mm-hmm. That's the situation. I don't know if they were implying like he- like uh, Isaac like physically loved the guy or if he was like I just want to protect you. Um but it essentially was like that's the end of believing in humanity love. Yeah. Human and humans can't show true love and thus I don't like despise them and it more they prove that thought yeah side note another sad heart-wrenching moment was when dracula threw isaac out of the castle through the mirror into the sand after earlier in the episode isaac explains that he hates the warm he hates warm places because that's where he was forced to live and then it's like dracula sends him back to where he hates he got Mm -hmm. anakin off to the side man it's it's rough
1: Oh, what was it? Uh, okay, off topic, but I wanted to bring up something really cool. Okay. Um, so, uh, you know, everyone's watched the Oscars this week, of course, because of a certain thing that happened.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. But I'm not going to bring that up. I'm okay. bringing up uh, one of the award winners. So one of the award winners is from a movie called, he won Best, Act, he won Best Supporting Actor. Okay. And uh, he did a movie called Coda, and it was a sign language movie. Okay. This guy won, he's actually the guy in the book of Boba Fett that is the sign language for the Tuscan Raiders.
0: Oh, the Tuscan Raiders, yeah, yeah.
1: And he invented the sign language for Star Wars. hmm I did not know this oh, until yeah. oh, I, yeah. I, I watched this today. And I, I was thinking about that.
0: I remember seeing a like info meme, I guess is what they're called. They're not really memes, they're just like little pictures that have information, like did you know type moments. And I think it was back during the Mandalorian season two that someone put, did you know that this person actually created side language for the Tusken Raiders and he's actually like a, a signer. Like he, so I knew about that. I didn't know that he did his own movie though.
1: Yeah. It's called Troy, uh, Coaster. Okay. And the, the movie's called Coda. Coda. Yeah, it's about... Ruby is the only hearing member of a deaf family from Massachusetts. At 17, mm. she works mornings before school to help her parents and her brother keep their fishing business afloat. So he's in it, and I just thought that I'd bring that up because I was like, oh, he's the Tuscan Reader, dude. <laughs> so I don't know why I brought that up, but I, I just knew that I, I, I wanted to say that. it's that just cool. So back to Castlevania. <laughs> I'm sorry to get off topic. Yeah, everyone, you, okay. okay. Here's the funny cool. thing,
0: right? You said... This is off topic. I didn't know it was actually that off topic. Like there was yeah. nothing that led us to that.
1: It led us to nothing. It's just a bunch of randomness that's in my head.
0: No, but, um, yeah, yeah. okay. So, that's it, yeah.
1: <laughs> Children of death adults. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And You can right. watch it on, what was it? Apple TV or you can watch it in theaters. I I haven't watched it yet, but I watch will
0: watch it in theaters. If you can, if, if it's a good yeah. thing, like support them in that way.
1: Well, it's an Apple TV. It's an Apple TV exclusive. Oh, like, then, yeah, yeah, gonna, then yeah, but yeah, yeah. But they do have it in the theaters because it was an Oscar nominee. Um, you know, so like, you know, I always watch the Oscar movies. I just forgot this year. <laughs> cause I don't. I didn't even know that they were going on until I heard everything happening. I don't.
0: Care and I was about
1: like, that. ugh, I don't care.
0: I've never anymore. cared about Oscar.
1: Well, I will say this. I will say the the Academy did get something right about two years ago. One of my favorite movies of all time that's a foreign film got uh voted for best picture of all time parasite and, uh, yes yeah that's the only oscar awesome film i watched phenomenal. and
0: i only wanted to watch it was because uh, a youtuber recommended mm. it saying that it had an amazing twist in the middle of the film that you you could figure if you're very attentive but not enough to believe it's going to be Yeah, and so I watched it, and I agree. I'm like, oh no, that was absolutely amazing. That deserved everything. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Okay, awesome. No, no, awesome. Stop it. Stop being your little movie guy, Austin. This isn't your little um Discord chat where you talk about shows and movies.
1: All the critic, yeah. Yeah, Yeah,
0: we're we're not we're not doing that. We're talking about Castlevania.
1: Yeah. yeah, I'm Sorry, guys, getting off topic, but yeah. So, um, can we talk about some nitpicks?
0: Well, once you're done with whatever you're going to say, I want to talk about some nitpicks.
1: Okay, so ahead. some of the nitpicks I did have. Oh, okay, Never mind. With this, because uh, I was actually going to go into what is your prediction going into season three? Oh, okay, like yeah, that's, yeah. That's, Let's that's do nitpicks
0: then. Let's do nitpicks. Yeah. So I got some.
1: Okay, so some of the nitpicks I already talked about with Carmela at mm. using the language that mm. was a nitpick. Um, one of the other nitpicks was, um, the door for the library how like no one said that it wasn't around forever and they didn't know it was going to be there and stuff like that and trevor even said that he was like well i just it got destroyed it's lost forever but then when he gets there he's like oh yeah that door's been there Mm -hmm. and i'm like wait so you've been here it's like oh yeah i've been there when i was a kid i was like then why did you say that it was lost and gone forever like that was a nitpick for me i was like uh maybe the writers didn't see that I just, maybe they forgot, but that's mm-hmm. just, a nitpick. um,
0: I agree with prime. Yeah. I, <laughs> he just said my nitpick is awesome. Getting off topic. But... <laughs>
1: I agree with him. It's true.
0: Awesome. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you one. My nitpick, right. Is it, it made for an epic cool scene, but it made me very annoyed mm-hmm. is, uh, the, uh, pre the the, the 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 father priest or bishop whoever he was blessing the water makes no freaking sense
1: oh yeah yeah yeah
0: because the whole concept of oh he's able to bless this water because he's a priest but he's not a priest anymore he's a he's a summoned demon from hell resurrected I don't think God would bless the water of a like a demon blessing the water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, this makes no sense whatsoever. Uh-oh. It'd be There's different a- if they captured a priest and forced him to do it. But it was a really cool scene when he blesses it and he just lights up in fire. I was like, okay, yeah, no, cool. And that was another thing that they foreshadowed twice. Whenever they mm-hmm. first brought in the dead corpses, and he comes barreling out as one of them. And then whenever Hector's talking to Camilla, saying, you know, we still have to deal with the problem of Dracula's forces in the castle. And then she glances over and sees the priest and she's like, I have a plan for that. That can be a whole different nitpick because it's like, what was your plan before you saw him? You don't plan all this crap out without having this RA figured out a way to deal with Dracula's forces. This is just something you looked at. You didn't come here before and see it come on it's it's the equivalent of again game of thrones because gosh dang it the whole night king take like killing the dragon and taking over the dragon to knock down the wall you're like okay what was plan a if that just fell into your lap what was plan a this is stupid i nick picks, brought to mm. you by josiah well well it's awesome you said you were going
1: to have another one i i have a couple other uh. ones too well i i totally just forgot it i was watching you get on a huge (laughs) rant and then i just forgot what i was going to say hopefully it comes back to me because it was like i think you're going to agree with this nitpick i forget what it was but Uh, it was something
0: another nitpick i have Mm -hmm. is the stupid soldier problem and it's the the problem of stock characters being too stupid to do obvious things right whenever the bridge is being collapsed all those people on the bridge just go falls to their death meanwhile we see people like camilla and other vampires jumping like magically to different directions and it's like what these guys can't do that are they not special what makes her special that these guys are not this wasn't established then there was a scene where the water is like surrounding the village which side note really cool really light Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. all the water spraying everywhere and it kind of like two two two-sided effect with the castle going all over there's a point where Hector walks like back like, oh no, water, and he's next to Camilla. And my brain went, Hector, you hate this woman. Why don't you just grab her and dr- jump into the water? You're fine, you're a human. You're not going to get burned to death, but she's dead, get her out of the way. She betrayed Dracula, you're fine. Dracula would welcome you back in with open arms if it's like, I killed Camilla. This was all planned to assassinate Camilla, my lord trust me don't look into it don't read my emails it's 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 stuff like that that's another nitpick i have about this season and here's the funny thing i and i keep i keep saying this anytime i have a nitpick i explain that it's still cool because the reason i have the nitpick is overshadowed by what it brought because the whole effect of that castle moving through the city and splashing the water everywhere and killing all of her troops except not really killing all the troops for some reason and them Mm -hmm. having to dodge and weave was very fun and entertaining i liked that and i liked it even more that dracula's castle was able to teleport around until sylpha was able to capture it and put it on top of the belmont hole which explains why uh, dracula's keep can no longer do that all those gigantic gears that everyone for years me being included whenever I would play the game, be like, why is there a gigantic gears in this castle? This made no sense. Explains it away. Satisfying way. awesome. Ah, I'm, I'm sorry. I I, I had nitpicks, so I just had to say those, little, those all right. little things.
1: I remember my nitpick. Out of Hector, out of all the dogs that you could pick to bring back from the dead, you pick a pug. You pick a black pug.
0: You're right. I know we have a friend who would be like, pugs are amazing. And I would say, no. no. The only reason why this pug would be actually good now, Austin, is because it wouldn't breathe. Thus wouldn't haunt my nightmares with its pugginess. People who like pugs, more power to you. I despise them. Those things give me nightmares, man. (laughs) I won't even have like a pug cat. I don't know if you've ever seen those like cats that have like the smush face same thing I I see it and I'm like nope I'm good that thing looks like a nightmare I'm good I love cats but can't do it okay so that that's one um. that's one uh, nitpick uh, prime mentions that Alucard being forgotten by the uppers like he never existed yeah uh, they, they kind of explained it away to a degree by saying that uh, after the event with Dracula he escaped ran away and went to his underhold in Grisha where no one knew about and he hid there so people knew where alucard was well people, people knew alucard still lived but they didn't know where he lived and where he was at and that there was even that point in the episode where i think it's like godbrand or someone is yelling at dracula for what is like why didn't you tell us that alucard was underneath Grisset whenever we attacked the freaking city and one said anything like Dracula's just like I don't give a crap man I just want them to die leave me alone bro I'm good but yeah I I think they missed the spot on a couple of the vampires Japanese like geisha vampire like the mist um, vampire was really cool um, mm-hmm. I enjoyed the look of the one like night dude. They all get rolled by them though <laughs> they get destroyed.
1: they get chopped. One gets chopped in the head, I think.
0: One gets his head like decapitated. the other one yeah. gets like the orange star shoved into his mouth, pushed yeah. through until he dies and then the mist girl gets turned to a block of ice and then shattered. which probably is the most humane way to go like (laughs) compared to everything else like you're frozen you you don't your brain function probably stopped (laughs) but i mean still like the action in the show was top notch i never had any problem with any of the action scenes uh isaac there's something about how isaac fights that i find very entertaining how he uses that whip To like disarm people, or in some situations, literally disarm them, and then like stab them—really cool, really satisfying—and I'm hoping that more comes from that. Now, Austin, you have Mm -hmm. any last things you want to say? Because then we can move Um, into.
1: I will say this: I'm going to give anyone that's a fair warning uh, for next season. Okay. Uh, There is nudity next season. Um, anyway, I know that there was you know, nudity. Yeah How I know dare some they? people That you know This goes out to Mama Burkhart <laughs> But uh You know What I'm just saying is If you're watching this With a You know kids Please don't watch it with kids There's you a lot You should be of...
0: watching the show With kids to begin with <laughs> My man I
1: thought <laughs> that was called hentai <laughs> No it's not hentai But what it is Is There is a There is a scene Where there is nudity uh, Of course You should remember The violence is going to be there uh, we actually see multiple scenes with nudity. I just realized that the other scene that I remember. Um, so I just wanted to give everyone a fair warning. They kind of like stepped it up a little bit with like, you know, some nudity parts. Um, I oh. Overall, I think season three is not as good as I, I remember it, but I only watched it one time. So like, hopefully I can watch this again mm-hmm. and fall love. Uh, but I would have to say season two will always go down as one of my favorite episodes, like my favorite season, just because the whole motions I felt for Dracula and Alucard and just losing someone that you hated the most, but you also only had that person to love that was left that loved you. Mm -hmm. Um, My favorite,
0: my favorite types of like characters are Mm -hmm. the ones who lose someone that, completed them and once that person's out of their life they lose the functionality. Yeah. Yeah. I I I will I will I will part on that that it's like that one's Dracula hits that. And I remember playing Sympathy of the Night and getting the backstory about Dracula and his wife. Mm-hmm. And thinking to myself, Okay, I understand why Dracula's doing it. It's not right. Because there are innocent people he's killing. Mm-hmm. People that have nothing to do with ice murder. But there are also people who are complacent, you know. Allowed it to happen, stand on the side so, sidelines, let it happen. And then there's full-on people who are part of the people. Who made it happen. Um, and I really liked in the show where they did the whole flashback to Dracula talking about how he used to relish the thrill of like killing those who who and fought him or whatever, but this is the situation, and I think it kind of shows on the character, where Dracula, Dracula is getting the revenge for his wife, full cool knowing that she doesn't want him to do this. Like he knew her, she wouldn't want this, but it's also a thing that the insult wasn't to him. It was to his wife, he isn't going to ever be here to make a difference and man that last scene with Alucard again where he's seen like those little images of baby Alucard running around talking and informing and then you see the wife come and grab him look at Dracula with those eyes of just like we made this we're happy together it, it, it makes you it, well done yeah you know, well done
1: Ugh.
0: But yeah, man.
1: And this season's gonna be great because Jackie Daytona shows up.
0: Oh, does he? Nice. <laughs> you okay? You joke about One that? One
1: alcoholic please. I,
0: I want him to. I. I well, get, yeah. We've already told, we already said it. it's going to be a joke from now on. That it's like you know what would make the show better? Jackie Daytona coming <laughs> out of left field would be fantastic. Um. All right, awesome. Uh, real quick, I want to do what well, I think is going to happen, because I haven't seen season three or four, right? <laughs> um. One, because there's a fourth season, I think they will either resurrect Dracula in this season or next season. Because the whole concept of Dracula in the Castlevania games is that he keeps being resurrected, like, brought back. He doesn't want to come back, but humanity wants him back, or the demons want him back in the world. They need him because he's the most uifying force that they've ever had um i assume it's uh, if i would put a timer on it it's probably not going to be season three it's probably going to be season four as like a big triumph finale um i think camilla will be the main villain trying to like either continue the war or horrible things and just influence her power uh hector is definitely going to be captured by her and i hope that we see hector either break free or straight up become the Hector from games where he is like on the side of humans because he's like vampires are just as bad as humans everyone is horrible here neither deserve to live but neither I, I can't put myself in a situation to let either die Um, I would like that but I would love it if he got revenge on Camilla and if he's the one who kills Camilla he escapes then it would set up Isaac as being the next big bad guy too. Isaac is going through the countryside killing people and just creating this massive army for his like group of people to kill Camilla or I I guess wonder who Isaac would go after actually because he knows that Camilla was betraying Dracula but he knows that he got Dracula got killed by the Belmont and Alucard. So maybe, I don't know. It depends on which one he weighs as the, the bigger threat and who he's going to. So uh, I'll see that. Um, I hope Alucard's in the third season. He's set up in a way to not be in the third season as just like he's, that Castle Dracula, we want to focus more on Sylpha and Trevor. Um, I hope those, I, I mean, I'm very positive they get together. I think that's where the plot is going. Um, I I can't remember if Trevor actually married Silva. And the- um, ooh, that's another thing of a reference. This side note is the call to Leon. Whenever they're going up sure. the thing, and he's mentioned is like Trevor's not even a real name. It's like it's actually the original was Treffor, mm. and it, there is a guy who came to this place named Leon Treffor, who uh. Like fought and whatever and then when they're going up you see a picture of Leon that's straight up the Leon from the games yeah Hathasar uh, or whatever the game was called
1: mm-hmm.
0: so that's another game reference that I re- there's so many game references that when you see it you're like oh but I can't I can't think of it. but yeah that's what I'm thinking will probably happen in season 3 Um, as I watch it I'm 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 really hoping that Death shows up. That's the one character I want to see show up because he's just missing. Deserves to be there. Um and I assume it's not gonna be a time jump. Um at least not not season three, because if Camilla's still around, if Camilla dies and they resolve Isaac and whatnot, I could see season four being a time jump. I would love them start doing one or two seasons think of it like jojo oh i would love them to do a castlevania jojo's style show where every other season or every season is a new belmont and it's years in the future or different times and they just Mm -hmm. keep jumping through the different oh that would be so fun i would love to see like a jonathan belmont or uh what's what's the dude's name Uh, there's, there's there's richter um, he's one of the Jonathan. most famous
1: ones, Simon. And Simon. Um, and then you
0: have Jonathan Morris, but I, I would just uh, love to see those jump through times of different times Dracula gets resurrected, and each season is just how this Belmont deals with it. I don't know that that's just me, but that I know that they are doing. I, I told you last time that they are doing a, mo- uh, a movie or a new season. I'm not sure quite what it is. But it takes place during the French Revolution. Yeah, it's, um, it's
1: supposed to be heavily on uh, Richter. It, yeah, it's, it, it takes Belmont. place
0: about during the time of Richter. But the the thing mm. is is that it's like I don't know if it's a movie or if it's a, it's a season. I would like it to be a season down for more Castlevania if it's like the last two seasons. um, mm-hmm. I just know that yeah, I'll, I'll talk about it to season three or four of that stuff. There, all right, Austin. I think that basically mm-hmm. wraps us up for Brosen show this night, man. Mm-hmm. I thank you so much for joining me, and, and again, y'all, sorry for uh missing yesterday. Overtime no. at work sucks, but the reason why I brought this up, mm-hmm. and I think that's why Austin was going to yep. uh, talk into it, yeah. um, because I have inconsistent, inconsistent overtime, and Austin has to work night shifts every now and then. Uh, we're going to move bro and shows our stream of Bros and show Sunday nights now uh, this week coming up we'll do Sunday at what time do we say Austin 8 8 p.m. 8 p.m. and then from that point on we'll try to do it around 1 o'clock Sunday uh, from now on just because just work sucks man they cause that and it I would love to just do 11 o'clock all the time to do it but can't do it <laughs> it works for me. I can't watch much. Well, I don't know if you're available Sundays, but that's when we're going to do it. Other than that, you know, we got the podcast for him and I am setting up the YouTube to catalog all the past episodes of the stream so people can watch that at their leisure. Um, but Austin, you so much for joining me for Bros and Shows. You're my bro. Thank you for mm-hmm. the show. Yeah, and thank yeah. you everyone so much for tuning in. And until next time.